The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Hi there, this is Adam Gower, founder at GowerCrowd.com, and you are listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. That's why I'm here. Like The people I get to meet, the energy I get to feed off of from all these like-minded individuals. And just the networking in general, like how else would you come up with this type of group, this community? How else would you meet all of these people? It's incredible what it brings together. And like once people come to one of our events and they experience it for themselves, they'll know exactly how it feels to be so open. Hey, this is Adam, the host of Dream Chasers. And now it's time for a little ad. In past episodes, we've done a little ad for Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. And I just found that ad to not be as personal as I would like it to be. So I just want to let anyone listening right now know if you're looking to improve your capital raising skills, whether it's in the world of real estate, business acquisition, nonprofit organizations, I mean, you name it, go to raisemasters.com and dive in. I just got back from a trip to Austin, Texas, where we were hanging out with 40 of our 100 members. And I got to be honest, it was an experience unlike any other that I've had before literally unifying with people who are all on the same mission, same journey, heading the same direction. And it's just cool, you know, thanks to our great leader, Hunter Thompson. It's really cool to be able to now deliver the tools that he and I have created and put together to individuals who are looking to simply level up their game when it comes to raising money. And you could be someone who's getting ready to raise your first half million dollars. You could be someone who's raised $500 million. There's still so many fundamental key takeaways and nuances in the curriculum that we've seen for ourselves work at all different levels of raising money. Anyways, I want to encourage you one more time to go to raisemasters.com. If you're already a member, go ahead and log in and dive back into the content. And two, if you don't know what we're talking about here, just click that button there. It says register for upcoming webinar. Would love to kind of run you through what exactly we've got going on here because it's been a lot of fun building this thing and we're just getting started. So one more time, raisemasters.com. And also, thank you for listening to Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future. It's time for the episode. Jeremy, my amazing producer, take it away. This is Dream Chasers, episode 187, featuring Adam's interview with Cameron Ivancic on The Lieberland Show. Hey guys. Hi, Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Liberland Show. I'm your host, Adam J. Carswell, and today we are joined by yet another amazing Liberlander, someone who I've gotten to know over the past few weeks on our international calls, which by the way, shout out to those calls. Um, we recently had a few people join that said, hey, I heard you on the last episode of the Liberland Show, and that's how I ended up here on this call today. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, I know people listen, but it's always good to really know that they're listening, right? So go back and listen to episode 72 if you want to join in on the Liberland International Calls. But uh, for the sake of this episode, we're joined by Cameron Ivan Cheech, who is a relatively new face at Liberland, a fellow Canadian. You know, I, I like to call myself Canadian now, so fellow Canadian. And he's living somewhere really cool, too. Life story, I'm sure, is just as exciting as what, you know, what you've heard about him already. 
But let's do it. Let's dive on in. So Cameron, let's get your background, actually. A little backtrack. Start with the story. What was it? When did the light bulb go off for you when you're like, I got to start living a more free life? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Adam. Pleasure to be on the show finally. Well, when did the light bulb go off? I mean, I heard about Liberland over a year ago now, and I thought it was just the craziest idea. And at the time, I was living in Ottawa, Canada, working in property management, managing a bunch of buildings. And at the time, I was you know, fairly comfortable with what I was doing. I always had dreams of traveling and moving around, but always thought it would be more in the distant future. And then with all this, the regulation, the restrictions that was going on, like you said yourself earlier before, it's, it's kind of hard being in Canada these days. And I kind of just decided to say, whatever, I'm going to leave. What do I have to lose? I can always come back and do the same stuff. If I had to, I'm going to go try life elsewhere. I love it. And yeah, no, so we, we had a little green room conversation before we went live. And, and I was telling Ivan, I'm like, yeah, you know, before, uh, before this COVID era, I was all in telling everyone to come visit me here in Canada, Newfoundland in particular. And I was telling him before we went live, I'm like, to be honest, it ain't free as I once liked it. <laughs> and yeah. he's, it's, good to, it's always great to meet other Canadians that kind of are on the same wavelength because I'm sure you've seen it. I feel like this country kind of just whatever the government says, it's like, just do it and don't even question it. Have you found that to be a little bit common in Canadian culture? Absolutely. Well, everyone knows the Canadian stereotype, how they're so nice, right? The problem is that niceness turns into passivity. And now they're all very passive in listening what they're told. You know, to each their own. I believe in the individual freedom. I can go wherever I want. They can stay there if they'd like. I love them all still. Yeah, I, I miss them. Yeah. I got a lot of friends and family over there, of course. So it's tough being away, but it's also uh, rewarding. Yeah. So this is the coolest thing about your life right now is you aligned with Liberland and made the jump that I think so many Liberlanders want to make. But you know, there's, a, there's an excuse or a reason that they can't do it. And you said, hey, I'm going to Serbia. I'm going to Belgrade, which is not far from Liberland. We've had a few other Liberlanders I know from the US move there and kind of go on this journey that you're on. I'm sure you've heard of Daniel Dobbick. You guys are probably friends at this point. But um, what has the transition from North America to Serbia been like? And just tell us a little bit, like, what has that experience been like? Yeah. It's different. Like, just the way... The culture is, of course, barely speaking the language, it's a little bit more difficult at first to integrate, but then you start to make friends and everything goes a lot more smoother. But I originally moved to Switzerland. I never came right to Serbia. So I was oh, okay. in Switzerland for the summer. And then I came down to Serbia to visit for the Liberland Floating Fest. And that's what got me involved with participating further in Liberland. And people here, they're very genuine. And they're very just focused on what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. And I get along great with them. And just the lifestyle here is very easygoing, very affordable compared to a lot of Western countries. It's a nice change. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell us a little bit about cost of living there because I wouldn't rule it out for my wife and I. We definitely have uh, you know, the mentality where it's like, all right, we want to be in a position where we can just pick up and go wherever we want, whenever we want. And we're pretty close to it, honestly, right now. So what's the lifestyle like in Serbia? I mean, I got a two-bedroom apartment here for 500 euros a month. Which okay. <laughs> in Canada, we used to rent those for upwards of closer to 3000 Canadian dollars a month. So you can see the difference is pretty drastic. And then food prices as well are very, very minimal in comparison. As I say, how are some like the day-to-day -day luxuries, like whether it be Wi-Fi or going to the grocery store? Uh, is there Uber or anything like that? Like, So there's no Uber. There is a, an app called Cargo, 
I never used it, but I've been told it works pretty well. Normally, I'll take a taxi if I have to go somewhere a little bit further out, which is also, again, very reasonable in comparison to Western prices. Food, I mean, when I go to the grocery store, I go a couple of times a week. It's like 15 to 20 euros whenever I go. And the, honestly, the vegetables, a lot better tasting in Europe, much fresher. And Serbia actually grows 80% of its own food. So that I like a lot. They're very centralized in their production. There you go. Yeah. Well, I think I think produce in general sometimes can be tough in, in Canada when it, it gets pretty cold here most of the year. So yeah. Uh, but actually, I mean, what it, it does get cold in Serbia too. Have you guys seen any snow yet? Not yet, but uh, we're sitting around 12 degrees right now. People say it gets down to like minus 10, minus 20 when it's really cold, but I have a hard time believing that minus 20. We'll see what happens. <laughs> nice. So uh, let's talk a little bit more Lieberland here. It's cool to see how you got there. I didn't realize it was through Floating Man, which makes sense because that, that is when I started kind of seeing your name pop up. But um, tell us a little bit about Floating Man because I think that is a festival that need some publicity mm-hmm. like we could we could easily just pass over it but tell us a little bit about what floating man is what your experience was like and you know uh your vision for it moving forward as well i know it's not necessarily your project but <laughs> shed some light for us there yeah i'll definitely be playing a role in the future of it um but floating man that was that was very interesting so i was in switzerland like i said i got down to serbia specifically for that and it was more than i expected because I was, I was coming here with the interest of seeing what Liberland was going to be like. I wanted to visit the territory. I wanted to meet a couple of people. And then I realized the type of people that Liberland actually attracts on a worldwide basis. You're meeting people from all over with the same type of mentality with how they see the world and how they believe in their own personal freedoms. And just the energy, like you could actually feel it. It got to a point where like near the end of the weekend, I was like demanding Vita. I'm like, hey, what can I do to help you guys? I need to be (laughs) involved in this project, (laughs) even for my own selfish reasons of continuing to meet these amazing people. So uh, it was a great four-day festival. A lot of great speakers on the conference side of things, as well as the parties afterwards. It was very fun. It was at the ARC property, which is our eco-village, which uh, it was the first month of uh, ownership for us. But now this year coming up, we'll have a lot more development done there. We'll have the, all the cabins around. It'll be more of a resort, which I'm looking forward to. And it's only going to be bigger and better. Dude, I just got to say thank you. Thank you for your energy because I'm not going to lie. I've been with Lieberland since 2017 now. And there's always this certain level of excitement and hype that we'll see out of newer individuals. But there's a huge drop off between excitement and hype and belief. And someone who's actually like, hey, I'm going to roll up my sleeves and like do this thing. And like you're you're living in Belgrade, you're building out. I didn't even know you were working on some of the stuff you just mentioned. And then also you are, you know, the coordinator for citizen of citizenship for citizenship in Lieberland, Mm -hmm. which by the way, so if you guys are tuned in, we will get Cameron's contact information at some point here. But um, yeah, if you have citizenship questions, I'm guessing you would be the point of contact, right? I'm the guy. Okay, there you go. So yeah, I mean, hey, Lieberland has e-residency. The passports are being rolled out now. I know I'm looking forward to getting mine. I still have to go get my headshot. Um, get a haircut soon. So actually, yeah, make sure I'll do Looks that. Looks like you just got one, Adam. I, I'd like to keep it fresh. I'll probably go every couple of weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So uh, passports coming out. You can get your e-residency. Are you doing anything with the e-residency? Uh, so I mainly just contact the people that have already gone through the e-residencies so to find out if they're still interested in pursuing further citizenship or involvement on a volunteer basis in order to try and gain merits. So those are our two ways of getting citizenship, uh, either getting involved with feet on the ground or making the contribution that goes towards your voluntary taxes, gaining the 5,000 merits and becoming a citizen. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Um, do you have any 
needs right now in regards to your role there? Because I know things can get quite hectic, pretty busy. Mm -hmm. There's always some kind of like role to fill. (laughs) I feel like what type of people do you recommend like reach out to you? And if you are looking to kind of like build a team? Yeah, well, right now I know we need some help on the social media front. So as far as like organizing our social media pages, like Instagram and Facebook and that type of thing, if there's any marketing coordinators out there, that would be very interesting to us. Other than that, it depends on particular skill sets. So if anything, you could always forward me an email with your resume and maybe a cover letter depicting your skills. That way we can see what's available currently and we'll be in touch with you. Okay, awesome. And the email is, I think, what? Citizenships at Liberland.org? Uh, citizenship. Drop the S at the end there. Yeah, at uh, Liberland.org. But I'd just like to say, Adam, too, when you mentioned the energy thing earlier, the reason I'm so, I'm so involved is because look how crazy the world is right now. Like It just feels so good to put your energy into something that actually feels productive and trying to be a change for the better in the world right now. Like It's just incredible to be a part of this. Yeah, man. I'll... <laughs> It's refreshing to hear someone say that too, because <laughs> you know I'm going throughout my life here wanting to meet more people like you too that are like, okay, it's time to it's time to make a change. Yeah, like something's got to give. Like we can't just keep living how we've want, always lived. It's <laughs> now is the time. So, what was it for you? Was it like a moment through childhood, or was it more when you were in your working part of your life? Like when did that light bulb of freedom kind of go off for you? Because I know for me, it was like a series of things. Probably getting into Bitcoin is when I first started questioning everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, when did you first like realize that whatever the schools were teaching you wasn't the way to go? Or were you just always like this? My dad introduced me to it at a very young age. I got oh, wow. the red pill pretty early. Nice. So uh, I've always had uh, that voice in my ear kind of guiding me towards something a little bit better and also being supportive towards dreaming bigger and going towards something that's most people would call a risk or a change. I mean, I've noticed throughout my life, whenever I made a drastic change, it was scary at the time, but it was always the greatest thing I ever did. So Mm -hmm. now it's just been snowballing into these bigger and bigger changes and it's going pretty well. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm only 23 years old, Adam. A long (laughs) way to go. Dude, well, you got the beard going on. So I I don't know, you're 23 or 30. So (laughs) dude, even that is just worthy of highlighting, you know? I meet a lot of people that let's say in the entrepreneurial realm mm-hmm. who are in their thirties, forties, fifties, even sixties. And I don't know what it is. If you don't do what you've done at a young age, then normally the trend is for anyone to do something as crazy of what, as what you've just done. It's going to take them two, three, four, five times as long to do it just because of like hesitation. I, I don't know what it is, but the fact that you did it at 23, dude. So when I was 23, I did some crazy stuff too, that put me where I'm at now. So um, just keep it up. <laughs> like I'm excited yeah. to see whatever your next opportunity is that you jump on. So um, on the show, we always like to kind of build out our vision and future for the country too, whenever we get a chance. So what are some aspects of Lieberland in particular, maybe like one or two that you know you'd really like to focus on, or maybe not even you do, but just something that you'd like to see happen for the country, um, we'll say, you know, within the next couple of years? Well, I'd really like to see the the territory actually colonized, which is something we're obviously working on at the moment, starting with the eco-village property. That and some serious type of innovation in regards to the development of the property once we start to build on the territory of Lieberland. Like I know we have the architectural models that are very futuristic. If that could come to like, because I remember watching like the Jetsons as a kid, if something like that <laughs> became real on Lieberland, 
on their shores, that would just be insane. And we're in such a good spot being on the Danube, the international waterway. Like I know with all the pro business people that are going to be coming there, it's, it's going to be a success and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone who hasn't seen some of the architecture put together for the colonization of the actual land of Lieberland, I'm not sure exactly where you can go to it, but I'm pretty sure if you go to just like Lieberland.org or, um, you know, again, reach out to one of us and ask for a pamphlet. There's a pretty well put together, actually, brochure that I know came out recently. And uh, it's just cool to look at. You know, you, you referred to the Jetsons, but it's very futuristic. It's very forward thinking. It's kind of got a little bit of like a Dubai, Qatar vibe to it. And based on the amount of land that, you know, would be covered with, I just think it's very doable. It's not like we're trying to build out New York city. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Well, the innovation that's going to bring is just incredible. Like why, why would everything have to be square and a rectangle? What does that serve at this day and age? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, one thing I've always kind of thought in my head, so I'm a runner or whenever I get a chance, definitely, you know, compete in a 5k or whatever. I feel like a Liberland 5k that's, that's like a one time around the, <laughs> the country, I think, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it could be the race around the country. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, in regards to citizenship, what are you working on right now that our community would need to know about? Well, in regards to citizenship, I'm just reaching out to everyone that's already put in applications for e-residence. Like I said, that's my favorite part of the, what I'm doing because I get to interact with people all around the world that share these same core beliefs at the very least of what they want out of their lives. And it's just incredible to kind of pick up on all of their energy. And other than that, I'm really trying to work on the seventh anniversary now with Peter and the rest of the team. We're, uh, we're planning a virtual summit. Just right now with Serbia, there are some newer restrictions with the limits and capacities of how many people can attend an event. So we're kind of thinking maybe save the live event for Floating Man. And then now we'll do a virtual summit where we have live interviews over a course of two days okay. and uh, really get people involved to celebrate that seventh anniversary. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I, got, I just remember I got an email from Enos, I think, who's also on the planning committee, right? So uh, you can let her know. I mean, I, I've been the MC for the past couple of years, completely 1000% down to do it again. I didn't realize that Serbia was having some restrictions. So I was planning on going to Serbia this year for the anniversary. However, if we are going to go all virtual, we can talk about this later. <laughs> but yeah, if we are going to yeah, go yeah. all virtual, maybe I'll, I'll save my energy for um for Floating Man. To be honest, because I don't think I would I would do two trips. So, uh, well, that's kind of what we're thinking too. Like it's they're they're not close together, but they're close enough together that it kind of makes it hard to bring people in for two trips. Right. So it kind of makes sense to kind of push everyone towards coming in live in person for Floating Man, where it's more of a festival, a party, more interaction. And then the seventh anniversary will make it more of a conference style, bring in all types of great speakers, liberty-minded people. That's the goal. Yes. I'm going to put the pressure on myself now to some positive peer pressure. I've been working on my DJ skills more seriously now than I ever have before. Um, and there's I still have a long way to go for where I want to be at. But Put that one on the... Let's pencil that one down. I want to play yeah. at, at Floating Man 2021. Oh, I'm holding you to it. <laughs> Please do. Need that positive fear. <laughs> you and Tom Wallace. Me and Tom, we can go back to back. <laughs> He's definitely got more DJ skills than me. I got to give it to him. He's the man. And that's one of the coolest things about Lieberland. I mean, you got all these different people from around the world. I always like to say 90 representatives in different countries. Like People don't realize just how vast this network is and how diverse it is. Um, and... Uh, I was like, what other country can say that their minister of foreign affairs is a DJ? Yeah. <laughs> None that I know. I mean, it might be a thing, but um, like, dude, Tom is so cool. Um, our, our whole leadership, including yourself, is just like, 
you can't beat it. And if anything, it echoes strongly the leadership that this is my take. I've said it on the show many times. So I continue to say it. <laughs> the energy that first really colonized America, the US, like that, the energy of, I'm tired of reporting to you. I want to go do my own thing. Freedom. <laughs> mm-hmm. That energy that came across the Atlantic Ocean, you know, what, 500 years ago or whatever it may be, is now uh, going virtual. And it's all going right to where you're living or not too far away, a little bit further north. Um, and that's Liberland. And the best part is it's a virtual, we'll keep using this word, it's a virtual energy. Yep. You know, we can do it now this way. Obviously, living in Liberland would be the, the cherry on top, <laughs> but you can do a lot nowadays for personal freedom without even leaving your home. And, uh, you know, it all starts with community, which is where we're at. So I 100% agree. And like I said, that's why I'm here. Like the people I get to meet, the energy I get to feed off of from all these like minded individuals. And just the networking in general, like how else would you come up with this type of group, this community? How else would you meet all of these people? Right. It's a funnel. It's um, it's incredible what it what it brings together. And like once people come to one of our events and they experience it for themselves, they'll know exactly how it feels to be so open, where you can speak your mind freely, where you can think what you like, and people agree with you, people can disagree openly, and it's totally fine. We're all individuals. We all have our own opinions, thoughts, and beliefs, and it's encouraged. And that's where creativity spawns from, from that freedom. Where there's restrictions and imposed mandates, creativity kind of gets killed. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I just want to hammer this point home one more time. There's the phrase, you know, knowledge is power. And I have found so much value being, again, plugged into the Liberland community on a weekly basis, being able to get on a phone call with people from dozens of other countries around the world every week gives you a sense of awareness that in my life I have found unmatched. And I think that's the key word there. It gives you confidence to know even if the world that you're physically living in seems crazy or too good to be true, you kind of just get this mindset where it's like <laughs> you just have a grasp on what what's really going on. So I want to encourage everyone again, if you're interested in joining the the Liberland weekly uh, international calls, you do got to kind of prove that you know who we are and you're you know a legitimate person or whatever but go ahead and go back and watch episode um i think i said 72 might actually be episode 71 now that i think about it yeah go ahead and go back and check out episode 71 yeah it's a lot of fun and, and cameron and i will <laughs> will be there so i want to give you an opportunity to give uh, maybe a couple shout outs here too i'll give you two and it can't be peter enos or or Viet. so or me. <laughs> so who are, who are two Lieberlanders that you've gotten to know that you think more people should should know about? Tom Walls. I mean, there you go. <laughs> maybe you should have said him too. But he's, uh, he's a great guy. We had amazing conversations when we were uh, at the Floating Man Festival and I finally got to meet him. I first met him when he was DJing. I had no idea he was the Minister of Foreign Affairs at that time. <laughs> and then uh, he was presenting the day after. I'm like, was that guy the DJ? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tom's a great guy. Yeah, he checked off a lot of people on my list that I'm in contact on a daily basis. I did it on purpose. I had to call yeah, you. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, my roommate here, Carlo, he's also, he's from Germany. Yes. We met at the Floating Man Fest. So he's also uh, contributing a little bit, helping me with the e-residencies. And I mean, we met through Liberland. So I must say Carlo at that point. There we go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he wanted to move as well down to Serbia, kind of get out of some stricter areas. So we decided, hey, might as well move to Serbia, get a place together. Now we know someone here and 
it's been going well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kudos to Carlo. You'll have to give him a nudge because he knows he was supposed to go live with me, I think like a week or so ago, um, which is okay. That's actually how we ended up creating the episode that inspired people to start joining the call. So tell him it was actually good that he didn't show up, but we're waiting on him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's more new energy. Yeah. And it's going to be the buzzword of the show at this point, energy. <laughs> I like that. Everything happens for a reason, Adam. You know that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So here at Liberland, we want more freedom-focused, freedom-minded energy. So if anything that Cameron and I shared today resonates with you, again, you can reach out to us. His email is in the description. I always like to kind of direct traffic. You can send us a message here on the Facebook page, but you can also... I'm going to put this one on Peter. He can send an email to yeah. info at liberland.org and just put something in the subject line that you listen to this show and we'll get you connected uh, to this amazing community. I'm also a Rotarian and I got to say like being a Liberlander is like rotary on hundred X steroids. <laughs> like It's the best. So, all right, let's get one piece of wisdom from Cameron before we shut this one down. If you had to give one, one piece of uh, life wisdom, what would that be? I'll give you my favorite quote by Eric Hoffer. Have you heard of him? I have not. I have not. He wrote the book, uh, True Believer. Okay. But he has a quote that says, in times of change, learners inherit the earth and the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. Wow. The world's changing, Adam. We all know that. You guys, you never stop being a student in that statement validates it there. Mic drop. (laughs) Cameron, um, thank you so much for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time and your focus. Everyone tuned in. Same goes to you too. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you for hosting the show, Adam. You do a great job. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, everyone, this has been episode 73 of the Liberland show featuring Cameron, Ivan Cheech, the Liberland, the citizen, citizenship coordinator, citizenship coordinator. I thought I had it um, of Liberland. His information is in the description and in the comments. Thank you for tuning in and we will catch you in the next episode. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high quality guests. So once again, thank you. And remember, take it to the next level.